Dosri Nune Gor Holodeck Cash. Welcome to the Holodeck is Broken, a Star Trek rewatch podcast. I'm your Captain Laura. I grew up watching most of Star Trek. I'm your first officer, Mac. I've watched way too much Star Trek. I'm Eris, your communications officer, and I've seen some of it. I'm Z, chief security officer, and I have no idea what's going on. Our seven-year mission. To rewatch all of Star Trek from the very beginning. Boldly going where everyone but me has gone before. Hey there, I'm Laura. I'm Mac. I'm Eris. And I'm Z. I came in with a weird energy there. <laughs> I'm going to downshift it just a scotch. <laughs> As we begin discussing Deep Space Nine Season 5. Woo! Now, we've been doing curated lists this season. Very hard to curate. Mm-hmm. I only disincluded four episodes. Disincluded? <laughs> yeah. Unincluded? Listen. Regressively included? <laughs> Reverse included? Spell <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a word. <laughs> With that being, (laughs) yes, I can technically spell super super supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. It's in the dictionary. (laughs) Can't say it, but I can spell it. Damn it! (laughs) With that being in mind, we did include in our curated list uh, episode one, Apocalypse Rising; episode three, Looking for Parmach in all the wrong places; number four, Nor the Battle to the Strong; number five, The Assignment, which. Well, we'll get to favorite episodes here in a bit. Number six, Trials and Tribulations. Pa- uh, Laura's favorite. Z's potential at least favorite. That was the guess I made in the last episode. Mm, uh, indeed. The uh, Trials and Tribulations? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, n- <laughs> number eight, Things Just Past. Like, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll discuss. <laughs> number nine, The Ascent. Number ten, Rapture. Number eleven, The Darkness and the Light. Number twelve, The Begotten. Number 13, For the Uniform. Number 14, In Purgatory Shadow. Number 15, By Inferno's Light. They get real, like, Light and shadow, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, number 16, Dr. Prish- Dr. Bashir, I presume. Dr. Bashir. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Brazier. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I heard. <laughs> number 18, Business as Usual. Number 19, Ties of Blood and Water. Number 20, Ferengi Love Songs, number 21, Soldiers of the Empire, number 22, Children of Time, number 23, Blaze of Glory, and number 25, no, number 25 in the cards, and number 26, Cult Arms. Long season, a lot of bangers, only one I would really not endorse, and that was, help me. Sins of something. But he is without sin, sin. thank you, yes. Bad episode, bad ideas, and mostly shot outside, so it doesn't even sound quite right. Anyway, what are our favorite episodes? Thoughts? I, favorite? I was looking at least favorite. Okay. I we'll start. We'll, we'll go. With really favorite. liked, um, despite despite some misgivings, I, th- I really enjoyed the, uh, the the changeling baby. Mm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one was good. On and a couple different like because you have the two storylines which are clearly related, mm-hmm. um, but it also helps bring character stuff together. Yep. It also starts me back on my Kira Oda shipping, which mm. I <laughs> I didn't realize how much I missed that because <laughs> there had been some weird like Kira Miles stuff happening, which I'm like, yeah, it, but I was yeah. like, the gross don't. I just I oh, all right. I, I mean, was so disappointed in that man. I was Why? so oh, disappointed. Brian? Yes. 
He was gonna kiss Kira. No, she was. He yes, wasn't. he was. No, he absolutely he was because Kira was like, "Miles, leave," and he was leaning in. I have yeah. been in that situation, not the exact situation, yeah. obviously, like, but like, like, like you were carrying a human <laughs> child. <laughs> For like, your buddy? No, no, no. But like, like a situation where like you, like you had a friend and they like were in a relationship, and then that person was like crushing on you and stuff, and it was awkward. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I know that lean in. Like, yeah, I've been on the other side of that, and I've been the yes. one to be like, get the fuck out of here. Like, this is not happening. Yeah, and like, yeah. Ugh, I, I was so disappointed. Miles was gonna kiss her. <laughs> no, he was gonna kiss her. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, Laura. I I think he got a yes. little, he, he let the rom- romantic. Okay, well, I can, I can be out. Let him. What are we talking about? <laughs> what is the question? Um, it's um, what episode is it? Hold on, I have it written down. The one where they're talking about like he wants to go to Ireland, and then Kate goes like, "Why don't you?" And then and then that's when um, Odo brings up be like, "Hey, you're spending a lot of time with Did Miles." Did I black out at some point in this season? I have yes. no memory. Several of this. times. I I've did. There's to some you episodes like, that you, I did and, like, not. Are like. you still with me? And she's like, "No." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. It's real this. early. Okay. But you went I, ahead and agreed with them anyway. Yes, it's 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 um episode three. Yeah, looking for Parmok in all the wrong places. Oh, yeah. I don't remember that, that be, part yeah. of that episode at all. Okay, mm-hmm. well, I have no comment. I don't know. <laughs> no, I. That I, was a good episode. I do though. remember. Really I do episode. remember at some point thinking that like this relationship between like this like thruple that they've started yeah. is really weird, and I right. felt like. I don't know. I just I, if if it's me as Kira, like what is? I would need my space because they were hovering hard, right. and I was like, okay, look, I'll come over and have dinner with you, but I need to keep my own quarters. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I would never have entered into that relationship to begin with. But yeah. I think you would never have carried the baby. Yeah. But it was an emergency situation, right. like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. But, like, I also, like, I'm still my own person. Mm-hmm. And right. Yes, your baby, gonna do what I can to keep it, let you come over, talk to it. Cool. Kira yeah, was, yeah. Um, I need my own living space. Yeah. She was, like, amazingly big on the whole, like, yeah, I'll be the third wheel. Awesome. She was like, a little I mean, too, like, yeah, let's just jump right on into and this. And then she's and like, like, I'll move into your guest room. I don't think any of you like, talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> And if I was Keiko, I'd be like, no. See? And I feel like Keiko was all for it. I think Keiko, if if they had gone to Keiko and they had been like, hey, listen... These things are happening. These feelings are developing. Oh, Keiko would have like, planked one. Oh, let's on go. Cuba. Yeah, all three of us into yeah. the other room. No, not, like, oh, thank God. We're not fighting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're getting a bigger bed. Yeah. I think she was been into it, but yeah. but they didn't go to her first. You know, right? They exactly. They weren't like, hey, like here's what's going on. Miles was just like. I'm a traditional <laughs> man, so let me cheat on my wife a little. Nobody <laughs> was using their good communication skills in no. this situation. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. I really like looking for Parmok in all the yeah. wrong places. Um, I <laughs> just like the, it's like that Klingon lady and that Ferengi vibe mm-hmm. with each other. I, just, I, I love them. They're on the same frequency. Worf, get out. <laughs> That's my only ship so far is those two. I want Quark and Grilka to get their shit together I, yes. and just... And I be happy together for. I think any time they're in proximity, everything's going. But they have separate lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, no, they they found something that works. Yeah, yes. yeah. Like if I'm on Kronos, I'll be banging. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. on Fregnar? 
or on Deep Space Nine, we'd be banging. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. And then we go about our separate ways, and we do yeah. all this. I also, sometimes we'll do like we'll, we'll sext each other a little bit. You yeah, know? yeah, I yeah. love yeah. that Quark can steal a like independent Klingon woman away from Worf. Yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that for him. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, I, I don't think it was just any Klingon woman. Like Grelka definitely was just like. I don't know. I like what that Ferengi doing. I, I smell him when he's stepping in. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, she gets to a point where he may be the bravest Ferengi that ever lived. Yes. yes. And that that kind of tweaks yeah. something in her. Like, Klingon's brave, sure. Yeah. It'd be hard to find the bravest Klingon ever. Yeah. Right. But the bravest Ferengi of the entire species. I mean, she didn't meet Rom, but whatever. (laughs) Rom's taken. Rom's taken. Not at that point. That's true. But he would be. Yeah, and he would have. He he had feelings, you know. I don't think he would have. Nah. But yeah, Quark has a has a Klingon type bravery because he's just Mm -hmm. like, I see what I want. I'm going to fucking get it. Now I may have to lie, cheat, and steal to get there, but like, I got ambitions, yo. (laughs) When Klingons are at their best, they just see bravery above average in other species and they're like that that's my bitch yeah. <laughs> yeah like you don't have to be klingon to be klingon right yeah and especially um the um because i like that an- another episode the klingons do that again with the one where we realize that julian has been taken over by the changed mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. like this is deep into the gothic named episodes yes <laughs> indeed is that the one where they where we find them in that prison camp yes okay. exactly. yeah, episode 14 in purgatory shadow yeah. right and then so garrick is like known claustrophobia bashir is like oh my god he has like a pretty debilitating like <laughs> mental thing here with like he's very claustrophobic he's having panic attacks but he's also the only one who can get us out of here and the Klingon like the, he's just standing there going like a man who can fight his own fears that's true courage and I'm like yeah yay I was just I'm unbelievably happy yeah Martok <laughs> is I think the Klingon we needed in Deep Space Nine mm-hmm. because he's helping to bridge a little bit of that gap of like Worf feeling all alone and mm. then the Klingon Empire is fighting us but now we're okay because we've got another enemy we need to fight mm-hmm. so like at the end of the season the Klingons are all on the ship or on the station mm-hmm. and so like Worf is all Worf is like a fish out of water no matter where he is Yeah. and Martok is the guy that comes up and just accepts him for who he is yeah and it's suddenly like, like Worf's been looking for a daddy for a long time, mm-hmm. and I think he finally found it. Yeah. <laughs> this is what Worf needed, and I think Martok is that wonderful glue of like, my hero, you're so amazing! I must be with you all the time. <laughs> Martok is just a Klingon who's very secure in himself. Yeah. He's, he's, he's gotten over the whole toxic masculinity bullshit. He's just like, no, I'm good. Which, why did they see that he was a changeling earlier? He'd been a changeling for two years and a right. dick the whole time. They're like, wait, Marty. <laughs> you yeah. here. Like Is you. everything okay? <laughs> Blood test. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, because now that we have the true Martok's like, wait a second. Yeah, this is a whole what different the, vibe. What the, what the fuck? <laughs> yes. He he is he's pretty he's he's a good dude. Mm-hmm. Other favorites? Can I say one more thing about looking for Parmark? Please. Um, there's uh when Odo and Kira are talking about the awkwardness that Kira's got going on with mm-hmm. with Miles, she's like, "It's like I'm part of the family," and Odo's like, "What part? What part of his family are you?" Yeah. <laughs> 
just sister. I was like, I was like, auxiliary oh, girlfriend. I was like, you, you know, you just know that one of those riders caught his dad feeling up on the babysitter. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, it's like I'm part of the family. And he was sitting there seeing it, like, listen, bitch, one day I'm going to write some sick lines <laughs> in a real good show. And you're going to regret this moment. Yes. And this speech makes me want to unpack a few more things with Z. Yeah. <laughs> The Begotten, um, yeah. which I hashtagged uh, healing generational trauma starts with you. Yes. Um, because Odo reparents himself with his dad, like yes. therapy. Thank you. Yes. Right. And abusive dad comes to the conclusion that he was wrong. Yeah. yeah. Which is never a missing gonna, like, element yeah. in a lot of <laughs> other relationships of the time. Right. I yeah. ain't gonna say no names. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I still wish that there was a little bit <laughs> a better resolution than just the incredibly pat tie, yeah. tie the bow around it. But I also get that this was aired in, what, 97? And so this is prime baby boomer. I mean, mm-hmm. he says the baby boomer line. Like, oh, spoil, uh, spare the rod, spoil the child. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that's called abusive parenting. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but at the same time, like, it was 97, and that's as close as you were going to get. Mm. <laughs> and that's to, like, actually where like, this real... show usually is. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a, a little Like, they time. really... Yeah. yeah. They got that door cracked open. They just haven't yeah. walked into the room yet. Yeah. I also really liked a simple investigation. Not included on the list. No, it wasn't. But was... a good, solid episode. Because mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. Odo gets... He gets he gets yeah. a little he gets a little something something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've I've read that romance before, but I'm pretty sure it was a fantasy, and he was either a vampire or like a fae or something. <laughs> so it, I, it was familiar. It was like comfort food. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I was like, I know this ship. <laughs> Children of Time. Yeah. I really yeah. like that one. Why was Julian so into incest this season? Because he was uh, changeling for most of it. Mm, not for Children of Time, he wasn't. No, that's true. Okay. Yeah, and he was right. like, he was like, she's so attractive. Like, bitch, that is your, like, granted, great, 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 great granddaughter. <laughs> well, still your own blood. <laughs> no, Julian's the, the guy that would go back in time and figure out that his grandmother is really hot and still go, well, I guess I gotta do it. That's what yeah, he did. Like, yeah. That's all he wanted. Like, that's what he did he, in the triples episode. He just you, you would show willfully, him gr- you know, just like, well, I guess I need to be my own grandfather now. Let's do this. He would show him back to the future and be like, I don't see the problem. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, 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 he was just like, yeah. the conflict here? <laughs> like my mom. It's like, what the fuck, Jules? <laughs> He said gilf rights. <laughs> oh, not okay. Yeah, those were my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked, yes, I liked looking for Parmok in all the wrong places. I really like that one as well. I liked, most of my favorites are kind of like near the end. Trials and Tribulations is one of my favorites because I just love the little bits in there, like my like, it still cracks me up how they are searching for a bomb in the grain bins and they're tossing tribbles. And so the scenes in the original series where he's sitting there and just random tribbles are falling on his yes. head. It's because Cisco and Dax are up there throwing tribbles still down there, throwing them down. I don't yeah. know why that cracks me up yeah. so much. And See, I see how'd it. you feel about it. I thought that that was cute. 
I thought I thought the 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 um, callbacks and stuff were really cute. However, I didn't really give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I I think that I would have enjoyed this episode more if I had enjoyed the original triples mm, episode yeah. at all. Oh uh, yeah, but I didn't really. Yeah. Fair. Um, I oh, also... Not fair. I like the triples episode. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's a I'm bad episode. I'm just saying it's it, yeah. like it didn't do anything for me. Original series doesn't do anything for you. No, at the top yeah, bottom. No, so yeah. yeah. The, the original series is like really low ranking for me. Like yeah. at this point, I don't think there's going to be any other show that ranks lower than the original series we'll ever see. in the history of mm. show. No, of Star Trek. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Like I don't know. It's pretty I mean, low I'm on sure, my list. I'm sure I might be proven wrong. But Maybe at this point, I don't know. Maybe not. That's how much I don't like it. <laughs> you mentioned Children of Time. I also I don't remember watching Children of Time. It's one of those episodes that like hmm. from previous watchthroughs I just didn't remember it. And so at the end I was like, oh, I really liked that. Yeah, I liked the Klingons by heart thing. Yes, that, that was, was so cute. Sweet. And I love that they were willing to they they didn't distort the Klingon philosophy the way you'd seen it elsewhere. Mm-hmm. They were they were willing to listen to Worf who you know has come back to them and mm-hmm. like they're like oh yes we we need to learn more from you like yeah. I liked that they hadn't like distorted it and turned it into something crazy. I liked before we do that we do need to hit the commercial break but then we'll come back with more of your favorites after the break. Commercial break Woo-hoo! I'm Crazy Lou, and I have got so many Cardassian parts that I don't know what to do with them. I've got these parts over here. I've got this other thing. It's only slightly bitten by voles, but it's still good. And then you can put them on your space station. And I, I'm, I'm absolutely up to my uh, nose ridges in, in the stuff that you need. Do you have yamak sauce? No. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Come down to Crazy Loose today. <laughs> Please! I'm so scared that I won't have enough money for when I die! <laughs> Is but Crazy Lou you... Rom and Lita's son? Oh, oh my god! Hi, Crazy Lou. <laughs> We're gonna write that <laughs> Messages of social enlightenment. Black Lives Matter! Yeah! Water is life! Yeah! Trans Lives Matter! Also true! <laughs> Uh, vote yes yes in every election that you can yes. not just the big ones yeah wear your seatbelt yeah drink your water I, I say it I'm gonna drink my water get into therapy yeah, yeah. every last goddamn one of you <laughs> yeah uh-huh. if Star Trek is your comfort show you need therapy <laughs> Where were you? The retort I have to that is, where were you in 1996? But also, if Star Trek is your comfort zone, you might be more likely to be in, like, that's true. to recognize that you need therapy that's and true. go for it, because yeah. that's good. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. TNG had a ship's therapist. Yeah, yeah. like Deep Space Nine will right. eventually have a therapist. Right. They are right. very good at letting us know that therapy is important. You're right. Yeah. Sometimes you can be going through some trauma and you're like, mm, I need to unpack that. So watch more Star Trek, I think, is the yeah the message of social enlightenment yeah. there. Yeah. And if you're tired of Star Trek has gotten quote unquote too political, that you weren't watching like Star Trek. Go back and rewatch some of those. <laughs> Take off those nostalgia goggles and I'll... put on the reality transition lens. <laughs> I'll say it again. It's not that Star Trek got political. It's that Star Trek got more progressive than you. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the yeah. past, you the, the progressive was exactly at where you were, and you're like, I feel enlightened because mm-hmm. I'm with Star Trek. And then it got more progressive than you, and I'm like, I don't like this feeling that <laughs> I'm regressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe step it up, bitch. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, progressiveness yeah. is progress. You can't just sort of stand still and say you're done. I'm up here. You're down here. I need you up here. <laughs> <laughs> you're like out of four, and I need you at an eight. <laughs> Get your library card. Yeah. Go to your local library and check out some books or some movies or some CDs. If they got video games, check those out too. Some libraries have like art programs. They're really great. You can like check out paintings and like hang them up in your your house for like a month. I wish we had that again. If you enjoy all of these noises, then you might also enjoy other things that are happening at PartyApocalypse.com, including this podcast and other podcasts, including... Disorganized, a Corona Minds podcast with your host Z, Laura, and me, Eris. They air on Mondays and we have Beyond the Cabin in the Woods with friends of the show, Donna, Kenzie, and myself. Also, full runs of The Fourth Wall, As the Myth Turns, and Friendables, two friends talking about Hannibal Lecter, mm-hmm. books, blogs, movie reviews, and nothing else. Eris, do you have anything to plug? Yeah, I have a YouTube channel. It is um, one of those ASMR types, and it's called Sleepy ASMR Storytime. So if you like the more toned down, gentle version of my voice, then that's the channel for you. Uh, <laughs> it's all geared for like bedtime storytelling, so... Uh, Check me out. Again, that's Sleepy ASMR Storytime. Bet. Z. Z has a TikTok. It's at underscore. It's just Z underscore. Yeah. Word. So watch it. Yeah. You get, dumb motherfucker. Get on there and get scrolling. <laughs> They're very funny. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Shucks. <laughs> Love of my life. Do you have anything to plug? Nah, thanks for asking. Okay, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, with that, we'll go back to our episode. Woo! We'll talk about Children of Time a little bit more as we're talking about favorite episodes. No, I had some other favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk okay. about your other favorites and then we can jump back. I didn't know where we were jumping out yet. All right. So should I just start mid-sentence? Because no. yeah. I said, I also like... Yeah. Start that sentence okay. over again. Okay. Well, I also really like yeah. um, business as usual. Mm. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> so this is the one where Court gets involved in the arms trade because he mm. thinks he can make a whole lot of money. He's got a lot of debts going on right now. Mm. But like, this is where we learn who Quark really is. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, he's like, Frankie, money. All my debts are going to go away and I'm going to make so much money. And then he's like... Was it 28 million? Is that the number he mm-hmm. throws out there? Mm-hmm. He's like, but I can't be responsible for 28 million deaths. Like, he stops. And mm-hmm. then he finds a way to kind of sort of accidentally fall into, like, how he can get away from this scot-free and they can kind of destroy each other. I like this little bit into Quark of, like, no, he's not going to be a typical Ferengi. He's actually going to take a little bit of a Ferengi high road here. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like well, that He's, he's said it before... <laughs> multiple times he's a people person yeah he likes being a bartender (laughs) i i there there are some things that he does in certain episodes and i'm like i don't know if i actually like who quark is Mm. and then we get episodes like this and i'm like okay i think i like that bitch yeah he's he's all right he's all right yeah. But like but like there's that episode, I can't remember which one it is, but he calls Lita dumb. Yeah. Like, yeah. like he like is and he's very misogynistic about it. And I yeah. was just like watching it, I was like 
I, it's like, the I think episode. I might not like Quark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, how about you go show your brains? And he like mm-hmm. very visibly looks at her chest mm-hmm. to the Davo table. Yeah. Business as usual ties into what I wanted to say about Children of Time. Because mm. in Business as Usual, Worf is like holding Kiri Yoshi. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just kind of had me thinking like, I think if Worf had had the chance to raise Alexander from infancy... He might have been a better dad. Mm-hmm. I think if he had seen Alexander like in the most vulnerable state, you know, as mm. as an infant, that he wouldn't have felt this need to make him a better Klingon than what Worf is. Because if I remember right, Alexander comes into Worf's life about the age that Worf was orphaned. Roughly. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I think he probably saw some of that, like, oh, well, he's kind of an orphan now, like, mm-hmm. because, like, I wasn't in the picture until then. Like, I'm not really a parent. So, like, I gotta yeah. I gotta make him a better Klingon than I am. Because Worf definitely yeah. has a lot of insecurities around, like, his relationship to his culture and stuff. Yeah. Which, like, The relatable. devil, you say. Yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> relatable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think, I think he would have been a better father to Alexander if he had, if he had had that opportunity mm-hmm. to raise him from infancy. And then in Children of Time, we find out that Dax and Worf have kids and like it spawns like the entire, like this whole other like Klingon tribe or whatever that mm-hmm. like lives on this planet in like connection with the other, other kids that aren't like Klingon. And it just, I, it just, I, I imagine that uh, Wax was a really great ship for that planet. <laughs> <laughs> But I, yeah, and I, I said this because I like how those Klingons, they were also Klingon of heart. Because mm-hmm. that one boy kept saying, I'm going to be a Klingon when mm-hmm. I grow up. And like, they weren't like, shut up, kids, you can't be a Klingon. It was like, if you are brave, you know, yeah, like, they, yeah. they, they took all the good parts, it seems like, of being a Klingon and made it, you know, like, we are we are the warriors, we are protectors, mm-hmm. and we are hunters, and, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to do all of this stuff, and they're going to come plant the fields. But I love it at the end when uh, Worf could come up to them and be like, they are battling their greatest enemy right now. You need to go help them. Yeah. Their and they, enemy and, is time, and they have to plant these seeds. Yeah, and they weren't, they weren't like, no, that's not a worthy <laughs> right? opponent. Like, they were right. like, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, you got it's it. It's an enemy we must conquer. Let's go. Yeah. And then and I put think, on their gardening gloves. <laughs> I totally think that that has a lot of Dax influence, too. Yeah. Because I think Dax's perception of the Klingon culture and Worf's perception of the Klingon culture, while there is a little bit of overlap, like with the basic, like, honor and bravery and all of that, like, there's a lot of fine details that are very different in the way that they view that culture. Worf's fundamentally insecure about it where Dax is not. Yeah. 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 And I just, I really, I really like that head case. I, I wish that, that, that was one of those episodes that made me wish that there was more to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, had, yeah. They, like, maybe we'd gotten some flashbacks or something. Like, I wanted to see how that happened. I wanted to see their lives before the next generation was born on that planet. Ah. Mm-hmm. And, uh... <laughs> That's the name of another show. (laughs) I like that a lot. And for me, it's kind of like a correction of, so there's that episode in Next Gen or that two-parter, I think, where War finds these um, Klingon colony that had been living with Romulans for a while. They had like completely distorted Klingon culture because they're using their Batleth as a gardening tool and all this stuff. He's like, how are you disgracing your culture this way? Let me teach you the real culture. But like this, it seems like he finally figured out what is that real culture like what does that actually need to be and maybe i've been too harsh and who Mm -hmm. knows maybe it's a direct result of the episode you don't like uh let he who is without sin like he's learning a little bit like Mm. oh shit i'm gonna mess up my life and my relationships if i don't just dax is mellowing him mellowing him out yeah she is whether consciously or unconsciously melting away all of the ugliest parts of war Mm -hmm. yes yeah and i mean i think he went too far 
in Let He Who Is Without Sin, oh, you oh, went way, way too far. Too far. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm not sure that that feels almost a very abrupt turn for him. I'm not. I think that was way too far, mm-hmm. completely for him. I'm not sure he actually would have gone there, but it yeah. was. Because he's also still Starfleet, so that felt real awkward. It's, it was very weird to Be me. Like, hi, yeah, I'm gonna come down and I'm gonna destroy this entire planet because I'm having a fight with my girlfriend. Yeah, like, Starfleet, bitch. Yeah, right? no. because Riker loves it so much. Yeah, <laughs> but like, yeah, like, no, the leave. whole thing, like, with him being like insanely jealous and then like toxic monogamist and like just yeah, ugh, stop it, sir. Yeah. Um, but yes, I think after that, Dax was like, you want to get with this. <laughs> You're going to need to chill out, dude. <laughs> if you want to be my lover, you, you got to chill the fuck out. All this talk about Children of Time has neglected the fact that Odo just killed them all. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, that bitch did. For, for, for Kira. For the yeah. love of Kira. Yeah. 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 No thoughts about and then, that. And then hey, the reveal, the fucking <laughs> reveal. I. But it you, was, it was other, I'm it was other, it was other Odo. I'll get there. We'll it know was, when you get it there. It was Odo who'd been oh, on a planet by I'll himself. Call. Yeah. Pining I'll away for 200 years or whatever. I'm just me screaming. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it's not our Odo. I think our Odo has uh, the capacity to not do that. But, but also the capacity but too. Yeah, no. So yeah. we're we're looking at different versions of of our dear Odo. And he Kira, also had a lot of time to practice a, a human face, but yeah. more time. Yeah, yeah he had yeah. two hundred years, and he got a little bit better at it. Seems yeah. like he was missing Kira. That's all he did was practice mm-hmm. his faces. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have a question about Kira's parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, since we're kind of talking about Kira, in Ties of Blood and Water, <clears throat> uh, Gamor, which first, mm-hmm. listen, I wrote this down and then I immediately regretted it, but I thought it was funny, so I didn't delete it. Um, I put to Kenny Gamor, Cardassa Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> so, um, but my, my question is, what is going on? Like, where is Kira's mom? Very much dead. Okay, where is she buried? Because it's not next to her husband, because that's where Kira's Cardassa daddy is buried. She <laughs> had a much more violent and I think mm. actually disappeared for mm. a while. So she may not, there may not be remains that I they see, I have see. tied to. Yeah. Guess who's responsible for that one? I'll give you two guesses. You're only going to need one. Odo. No. Gold <laughs> <laughs> Well, after Odo killed, you know, all those people on that planet. For <laughs> her. He killed Kira's mom. Since you mentioned things past, um, I gotta say, I, I'm kind of digging the Bajoran sense of humor. At the very beginning of that episode, they're in a shuttle, and uh, Garrick is there. They just come yes. from a conference. Yeah. And uh, uh, they found out that on, was it his name tag, or they introduced him as Garrick Elim, former oppressor? Yes. <laughs> yes. And I was like... But they gave him credit where credit's due. Former. Yeah. Former. Yeah. Like, the cop beams down. They're like, well, let's just cross that. Former. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oppressor. Yeah. 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 Little bitch. Once yeah. a future enthusiastic oppressor. Yeah. Yeah. But the and just all around this. former. I'm like, yes. beautiful. Yeah. I love this. But Garrick was only sort of miffed about it. He's yeah, like, he was ah, like, it seems yeah. a little... Well, yeah. Yeah, that was right. Also, 
I swear I resemble that room. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he, he was like, I don't like it, but I don't resent it. Yeah. Like, no, I can't. I can't counter it yeah. in yeah. any reasonable way. Technically, you're correct. <laughs> any other favorite episodes we want to mention? I have not mentioned my favorite episodes. Yeah. What are yours? Um, I really, really, and it was not even until this episode, Doug. The assignment. Not so much for the paw wraith filling Keiko uh, so but every single fucking thing Rom does yes. from beginning to end in that episode. Yes. He's yes. just yes. like, you won't even get my name out of me, sir. Yes. And they're like, for the last two hours, he won't even admit to his own fucking name. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. It, it was, was like, like the one time that they could have slipped a fucking for Odo, like Odo would have put it there. Yeah, you I can play the fool. I've done it before. I used to work for my brother. Yeah. I know the part. Yeah. But also, like, he is the—he—he's just... not only smart; he is the smartest boy. Yeah, he is the smartest boy, <laughs> the smartest ever. bestest boy. Hey. So good. Uh, yeah, he's just like I'm on the swing shift. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also really like in that episode when Bashir says that he's seen O'Brien handle his wife thousands of times. <laughs> because he's a changeling. Not at that point, he's not. I contend that he is, but that's... but that not according to the timeline of the thing. Yeah, but uh, we'll see. He's not know. a changeling mm-hmm. until um. It's got to be before uh, Rapture. Uh, hold on, I wrote it down. Because they changed the first contact uniforms in Rapture. Because I wrote down. Um... Oh, maybe he is at that point. Hold yeah. on, because he said it was, because, was taken at yes, the it was conference. the episode before that where Jake and he uh, were on that yeah. trapped mm-hmm. in that place. So it is; it's the very next episode. So yeah. that's the first one where he is a changeling. Everything from episode yeah. five, he, it's not our Julian. So, so even the changeling Julian knew that him and O'Brien had a thing that probably included O'Brien's wife. He guessed <laughs> and guessed well. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good on you, Changeling. That's because... And they had the wherewithal to make a joke. They (laughs) do their homework before they get into the situation. It also just really helps. Like, of all the people, I'm pretty sure Julian Bashir, like, his his medical log, like, personal log, probably reads like a fucking 12-year-old girl's diary. (laughs) Like... And I say that being a 12-year-old girl where I put all the hot goss. Yeah. I was like, and then I heard that so-and-so did this. And then I also heard that the teacher was also like blah, blah, blah. And then like, yeah. like I, I 100% believe that because when I worked in the hospital, I would audit um, like the people that were under me, um, yeah. their paperwork and stuff sometimes. And I audited this one guy's paperwork and it, it read like a diary. And it was like, I do everything I can for this patient in the hopes that he will wake up and, and enjoy the day and have a good person. Like, and I was like, you can't, like, you, this yeah. is like your diary. Like, facts. <laughs> yeah. Who, what, where, when, what yeah, you're I don't a care what your hopes are. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> But you know Julian's going with like, and also, I just really enjoy how blah, 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 blah. And also, I'm pretty sure they're gossiping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next time we'll continue our conversation. I'll have a few more favorite episodes, but we are going to start up with Z's thought about Worf's jealousy that pretty much fills the container of the season. <laughs> Not unlike Odo's bucket. Yeah. Okay, bye! bye. bye. bye.